And welcome, everybody, to another Strange Uncle's Oddities. Um, on this one, of course, you know it's a favorite time of year for us. Well, for me, I can't speak for Josh. But uh, as we get closer, I want to pull some of these stories that really are kind of around this time of season. Um, and this one here is uh, very interesting. Stumbled upon it. Again, you really can't make a full article out of it, uh, but definitely we can uh, we can actually talk about it as a short note. Uh, and that's where we have it here. So here we go. <laughs> In 1846, a 14-year-old peasant girl from rural France caught the attention of the country and eventually the world because of a strange current of electricity running through her. Angelique Cotton, a girl of small stature, was suddenly and uncontrollably moving furniture weighing hundreds of pounds across the room. In the end, over 2,000 witnesses saw this unexplainable phenomenon, and we are going to cover it here. Um, there has actually been a few cases recorded in the history of psychokinesis, um, but this one goes, uh, let's say, a little step further, right? Um, Angelique was born in 1832 in the rural village of Bavigny near La Pierre, France. At the age of 14, she was already working for the family business weaving silk into gloves. She was hard at work on an oak weaving frame at her aunt's cottage the evening of January 14, 1846, when she had her first experience. For over a week prior to the incident, Bovigny had been experiencing bad weather uh, with recurring thunderstorms striking the village. As she worked with three other girls, the oak frame began to tremble, knocking over the candlestick and cloaking them in darkness. The girls blamed each other for not keeping steady as they worked, lit the candle again, and got back to work. But when Angelique touched the frame again, it was not completely to the ground. The girls ran from the cottage, believing it to be the work of the devil. The devil. Uh, in rural parts of Europe, the fear of witchcraft was still alive, which, yeah, that would have been the time frame. And they wanted nothing at all to do with that shit. So their neighbors responded to their cries, examined the situation, and wrote it all off as, eh, vivid imagination of young girls. With some persuading, uh, they once got back into their work, brought the other girls back, and then it just uh, it, it happened again um, for a while, took a while, but then it happened a third time, evidently. Um, the four girls returned to work, although they were shaken by the unexplainable experience. But as soon as Angelique touched the yarn attached to the frame, the entire oak structure moved away from Angelique's hands as if it was recoiling from her. She seemed to be attached to the frame through some kind of magnetic magnetic field or current. This is actually a written report uh, that was a report in the Two Worlds, a journal voted to spiritualism, occult science, ethics, religion, reform. And uh, this was a quote out of that journal. As, far, as soon as the girl Cotton, in imitating her companions, had touched her warp, the frame was agitated again, moved about, upset, and thrown violently back. The girl was right irresistibly after it, but as soon as she touched it, it moved further away still. Hmm, interesting. So after that first fateful evening, things only progressed into stranger, more shocking events. Chairs would slide away from Angelique as she approached. Desks covered in papers and pens would be cleared in her presence, the papers flapping about as if struck by sudden wind. At one point, the Cotton family reported seeing a table levitate when she was next to it. Not only was Angelique's family witnessing the unexplainable phenomenon surrounding their daughter, but neighbors watched as well. In a small village like Bovigny, news traveled fast, nothing else going on, and soon enough rumors that Angelique was possessed by the devil or was practicing witchcraft spread like wildfire, as it usually does. So, Angelique's aunt was not immune to the fear of witchcraft herself. She immediately traveled to the parsonage of Les Pereres, uh, 
to demand the best priest to perform an exorcism on her niece. The priest initially laughed at her account of what was happening, but Angelique had come prepared. She put on the glove she had been making when the first incident occurred, and immediately the chairs in the room responded like the old frame did that first night. One priest was brave enough to sit down on a chair, and both he and the chair were immediately thrown on the ground. Well, that was dumb. After that, the priests all agreed that what was happening in Angelique was out of their spiritual wheelhouse, and they referred her and her aunt to physicians for medical attention. So, in other words, no, nope, fuck you, we're not going to. We're not going to do this. Probably scared more than anything. Um, after Angelique's visit to the priest in La Prairie, uh, sorry, I don't speak French, the phenomena seemed to stop for three days. The Cotton family was put in touch with Monsieur de Framont, a local medical professor. Uh, once activity started again, Fairmont was called to the home to witness a phenomena. He immediately saw the oak frame Angelique had been using get thrown across the room and witnessed the strange magnetic connection she had to the object. He noted that her feet were not touching the frame, that the object seemed to be pushed by an unseen force. He could see that the powers were draining young Angelique, and he got to work immediately to help the girl find answers. From that moment on, the phenomenon only increased in intensity and duration. After Monsieur uh, Framont's visit, the phenomenon got increasingly worse for Angelique and her family. She couldn't sit in a chair or lay in a bed without vibrating it, levitating, or crashing it to the ground. At one point, three strong men attempted to hold on to a chair she was in, but still the chair flew from their grip and Angelique was once again thrown to the ground. Wood and earth materials seemed to be the most reactive Angelique, which made her case even more unusual since electric currents are conducted by metal. Books, heavy furniture, and even flaming logs from the furnace would fly out uncontrollably in her presence, making her a danger not only to herself, but to her family. So, you know, what the hell is going on? You know, often the girl would run screaming, the electricity and power coursing through her and scaring her. It also drained her of energy, but she couldn't get any rest. When the electricity was working through her, her heart would race to an alarming degrees. Her family and neighbors feared her death, and eventually, Monsieur Fairmont couldn't see her suffer anymore and fashioned a special chair for Angelique where the wood was covered with glass so she could rest and eat without being thrown from her seat. The day after he visited her in her home, Monsieur took Angelique to a neighboring town to be observed by more doctors. There, the doctor set a 150-pound wooden block in the room where it was levitated four inches off the ground repeatedly. One of the witnesses was Monsieur Cahou, a member of the medical community in Mamars. He wrote in a letter to his colleague in Paris, Dr. Tanju, this. It matters not what name we may give to this. The important point is to verify the reality of a repulsive agency and one that is distinctly marked. The effects of it impossible to deny. The fact is material, visible, incontestable. Here in the province, sir, we are not only very learned, but we are often very mistrustful. In the present case, we have examined, re-examined, taken every possible precaution against deception, and the more we have seen, the deeper has been our conviction of the reality of the phenomenon. Let the academy decide as it will. We have seen it. It is not seen. We are, therefore, in condition to decide better that it can. I do not say what cause was operating, but what effects presented themselves under circumstances that remove even the shadow of a doubt. Unquote. The day after Angelique was observed in Mamars, uh, one of the doctors who witnessed her abilities brought her into his home. Over the next two days, over 1,000 people came to see the strange phenomenon for themselves. Oh, great. So now she's a, she's a show now. Uh, it became clear that the repetition of her powers exhausted the girl, who was unable to control the electric energy. 
One of the witnesses, Dr. Beaumont Chardon, um, wrote about the experience in a letter. In a general way, I think the effects were more marked with me than others because I never invent suspicion and spare her all suffering. And I thought I could observe that, although her powers were not under the control of her will, yet they were greatest when her mind was at ease and she was in good spirits. So after the news spread from the many observations of Angelique, the family went to Paris to visit a doctor who had been put in touch with through, uh, through a witness from Mamars. Dr. Tanchu was amazed by simple tests where the girl caused a cold wind to blow through the room and a heavy wind table to move. When she attempted to sit next to the doctor on a couch, it flew across the room and struck the wall with shocking force. Dr. Tanchu immediately called upon his colleague, astronomer and physicist Francois Arago to observe Angelique. The two were both impressed by the phenomena, but they requested a formal committee of scientists and doctors to testify on proof of extraordinary powers uh, from the girl. It didn't take long for the committee to testify that the psychic phenomena were real, and the report of their findings was published in the Journal das Dabas in February 1846. The constant tests and demonstrations uh, that she had to endure exhausted her and constantly put her in danger. Doctors encouraged the Cotton family to do their best to quell the electric currents that seemed to be flowing out of their daughter so she could heal and rest. But despite the doctor's insistence, uh, the family used Angelique's malady to make money. Of course, they did. Um, she stayed in Paris where her family opened an exhibition where people could watch Angelique perform her powers live. People traveled from all over to see her perform. The constant use of electrical force was exhausting Angelique, but she had no respite. The people demanded to get what they paid for, and by the end of the exhibition, uh, she was exhausted and her power started to fade. A committee was formed to test her abilities. Um, it included Arago and Dr. Tanchu, uh, along with a number of prominent scientists and doctors, including Henry Baccarera, uh, who studied radioactivity and went on to become a Nobel laureate. Uh, Esador Jeffrey St. Hilaire, a zoologist and published author, physicist Jacques Bonnat, a, physician, a physician Pierre-Francois Oliver, and a psychiatrist named Etienne Parose. The And I probably butchered half those, ah, whatever. Their examination took place just a few days after the initial examination by Dr. Tanchu and Francis Arago at the Museum National d'Histoire Naturelle in Paris. Ah, God, Josh is better at this time. Um, the committee was not impressed by the powers of slave by uh, Angelique. Her family and friends, as well as the previous doctors who witnessed shocking displays of her electrical force, noted that the girl might be exhausted from the constant demonstrations. Angelique's abilities were likely drained by hundreds of demonstrators. She was forced to perform in front of audience over the past few days at the urging of her family who were hoping for financial gain. The committee wrote in their final report this. Upon serious suspicions arising to the manner in which these movements occurred, the committee has decided that they shall be submitted to an attentive examination. It frankly announces that the investigations tended to discover the fact that certain habitual maneuvers hidden in the feet and hands could have produced the observed fact. So debunked, basically. After the failed test in Paris, the Cotton family promised to be in touch with the committee in Paris to revisit Angelique. By April 10, 1846, her powers had ceased as quickly as they had appeared. The committee noted the lack of response in their report. Many days have passed since, yet the committee have received no intelligence. We have learned, however, that the Mademoiselle Cotton is daily received in drawing rooms where she repeats her experiments. 
There are no official records of these drawing room viewings after leaving Paris, but many have hypothesized that Angelique's parents attempted to persuade her into faking her former abilities so she could continue to make money. Whatever was going on, uh, those viewings did not last long. Her parents eventually announced her abilities had left the girl, and Angelique fell back in obscurity of being a peasant girl from a farm. Throughout history, people have attempted to explain what happened to her or debate whether or not it was trickery. However, people who witnessed the phenomenon in the first few days when her powers were strongest insisted what they saw was real. Some say that one of the scientists heavily involved in the case, Francois Arago, spoke about the poltergeist girl for the rest of his life. So there you go. Um, interesting. Again, might be bullshit completely. I think back in those days, people, uh, minimal education, we're still trying to find out who we are and things that we can't explain. Uh, we put a wild accusations behind them. Very well may be the case of this one, but um, strange nonetheless, and uh, hope you guys enjoyed. Close gates.